Ladies, at Essentia Health, you're not just a patient. You're a partner in your healthcare journey. We'll get to the heart of your health questions, even the ones you're embarrassed to ask. We'll find solutions to fit your unique needs and lifestyle, because here, we're in it together. Feel confident in your care and in yourself. Schedule a women's health appointment with an Essentia Health provider today. Click the banner to learn more. I got a picture today with my cute little trainer. Oh, Isn't he precious? He's cute. He is precious. Oh my God, it sounds nice and clear. Nice and crisp. Nice and clear. It is a sunny and crisp day. Excuse me, let me say that one more time. It is a sunny and crisp, crisp day here at a... You're in St. Louis, and it is uh, your girls, Luby and Tuna. Tuna Drywall, Luby Criggin. Luby Criggins. Let me uh, open up my can of Fresca. Are you a Fresca fan? No. Oh, okay. You don't have to be a fucking bitch about it. <laughs> if it doesn't have Jesus eight, Christ. if it doesn't have eight cups of sugar per, per eight ounce serving. I don't want it. I don't know. I mean, it makes me very happy. Let me taste it. Yeah, take a taste. Take the first one. Hey, this is a, wait a moment. This is a wonderful day here at the Slop City Podcast. Libby uh, just took the first oh, drink. it's not bad. It's not bad. Just let me hate stuff, okay? I just like hating stuff. I let you hate so many things. <laughs> I am... So respectful of how many things you actually hate. What, name and you're respectful one. of a lot of things that I hate. Name one. Um, My clear, crisp American soda. I'm fine with you hating that. I did like that. And you know what else I'm fine with you hating is the Christmas songs that I like. Oh, she likes the Mariah Carey ones. I like them all. I love the classics. I love the I love the hot new ones. Some of the hot new ones I don't like. Like I don't like it when Ariana Grande does Christmas music. Guess what, bitch? Stay in your fucking lane. If All I right? if I hear this on my transistor radio, rocking around the Christmas tree, I want to jump out of the car. Why do I like that? You know why I like that one so much? I think that was it in Home Alone? I don't know, but I don't ever want to hear it again. Okay. Well, this is one thing I guess I'm okay with you hating, but like the child and myself won't like you hating it because guess what? I did an artistic <gasps> seasonal solo to Rockin' Around the Christmas Tree by Brenda Lee when I was a figure skater. Now, when you did that, did you do any of those moves where you stick one leg up behind you and you spin around at speeds that are... Highly unlikely unless you have a motor attached to you. You know when a scientist is like, oh, I got to check your blood. And they put it in that machine and then they <laughs> close. And, it the thing and it goes, ooh, 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 That's what I span like. Spun. Now, when a, when a figure, as they say in England, they say figure. When a figure skater is spinning it offensive. at such high velocity, mm -hmm. what kind of things are going through your mind? Well, um, here's the thing. If you're, if you need to pee at all, you better get your fucking little tiny ass off the ice Ooh. and you better head to the bathroom because 
have I urinated while I was figure skating and doing a high class spin, uh, an F five spin, as we will say, or whatever force they use for tornadoes? Yeah, I have. And remember, I told you about that time that uh, I had just found out about pads, and I put on a ton of them when I was figure skating. At the nice country club, remember that? No. And I peed through them because I didn't understand what pads did or how they worked. And uh, boy, my nude tights were covered in urine. I had to call it a day because I was. it was cold wow. outside and there was urine all over my tights. So ju- that's just, uh, that's my first warning. Wait, we have to stop there. I have questions. Okay. So is that a common thing when you're spinning at that velocity, velocity that your urine will leak out? Well, I mean, yeah, if you have to pee Definitely. Okay. Why don't you try to go stand under the St. Louis Arch and spin around at a high velocity when you have to pee? <laughs> bet you'll bet you'll have some urine in your panties. If I accidentally just trip a little bit, I piss myself. So if, I can't I, imagine. Yeah, there would I be ch- piss. Sp- I'd be spinning and piss would be flying off. People would be like, "Wow, she is so sweaty from all those acrobatics <laughs> she's been doing." You're like, "It's urine. It's urine." Yeah, when, I mean, when you're doing hands. it, you're thinking about you're you're just thinking about the moment. You're just thinking about spinning and spinning. But I was never um, what you would call an Olympic class figure skater. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was a uh, amateur, so uh, there were some times I got some speed, I got some velocity, but I mean, it, it was never it was never so fast that it'll you know <laughs> blow people's socks off. Do you so when when a a person when a figure skater is spinning as such, mm-hmm. do you have to look at a at a point and think, okay, I'm gonna have 87 revolutions before I stop? So you go by one, two, three, so the coolest the coolest part about all of the questions that you're asking me is that you are treating me like I still actively figure skate and like I remember all of the technique. Hey. Once such. a figure skater, always a figure skater. Ain't that the truth? I think that if I got on some figure skates right now and did an axle, I would break my ankle. Well, you know what? But, you went to the trampoline place and you were flipping and flopping like y- you've been doing it every day. So that's, that's true. It's like riding a bike. I would like to go figure skating this season just so we could see where I'm at. But w- with the spins, so there's a couple spins. Let me just show you. I'm just going to show you right now, okay? And, you know, the camera can see it, and you guys and aren't going to. describe it. Yeah, Libby will describe it. So I'll show you a few of them, okay? Here we go. I don't know how she's going to do remember it without the, skates on. I don't remember the names of all of them, but I'll show you what we got going on. Probably so, like an Axel Rose. Axel Rose move. No, and Axel's a jump. Okay, so there's one spin. <laughs> get into it, and you're She's turning a little like bit. I'm looking at Tina's butt. Her leg is straight out behind her, and so are her hands. Looks like she's doing the Naratu run. <laughs> so you're spinning like that, and then you're just going, just going, going. And then there's another spin where you, I can't even do it anymore. Where you're going like this, you know, because do you know what I'm doing right now? Yeah. I'm going backwards, 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 backwards. And then I'm spinning into this. And she so spins into one, where it goes. So, uh, there was a time in my life when I could bend down like. Oh, it's like. Uh, <laughs> She's falling. I've seen people do that at the skating rink. So like that. Where they have their leg out in front of them, one yeah. leg is in a squat position. So now if I was doing it, it's kind of like one of those one leg squats on the TRX bands. Okay, we haven't done those yet. Okay.
Can you hear her, Randy? So she's got her leg out. Arms are out. So you would spin in that position? Yes. What propels you? Well, okay. Why don't we just put it, put it, Randy, could you pull it up on YouTube? I mean, I, I type in unlicensed figure skating spin. <laughs> <laughs> I don't see why we can't just watch a moment from, you know, there are, there are a lot of really good moments in figure skating. I mean, Ugh. so fucking many. One of my personal favorites is uh, this guy. A lot of them are going to be Russian because I have an affinity towards the Russians, as we all know. There's uh, one figure skater named Yevgeny Plashenko. Whew. Love him. He's a tall, slender man. I am out of breath. Is he actual you- slender man? <laughs> oh, yeah. And, and nice. Okay, so maybe... Someone recorded this on their flip phone. Okay. It was a very Russian name. Lots of consonants. Okay. Lots of consonants. You know, I would type in Sasha Cohen. Type in Sasha Cohen. Um, spin. Oh, man. I hope we have some figure skating fans on the podcast or we should uh, make sure that all of them are figure skating fans <laughs> from here on out. I still don't understand how you propel. Well, I mean, you turn into it. So you're going backwards and you're skating backwards. You're doing crossovers backwards. You know when you see the figure skater go like across the whole thing? Yes. So you reel around kind of in a... Whoa, there we go. Back it up. That was a good one. Sasha Cohen, combo spin. Okay, so start from the beginning. See, she came from a back crossover and that's how she propelled herself. Whoa, 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 yeah. whoa, whoa. She's spinning. Oh, whoa. Oh. Hello. Combo spin. Uh-oh. Death death spin. She's got it coming up. Her pussy's out for the whole arena to see. She's, She's got her one of the most flexible leg. gals. She has one leg in the ice. One leg is up by her fucking head and she's spinning yep. with a velocity of 97.8 milligrams. <laughs> milligrams oh man she is going you see so it's just i mean it's oh oh god i think her knee bending so she's not traveling at all there were times i would do spins and i would look at the ice afterwards and we're talking i mean it's like i moved a couch across the (laughs) ice we're you know i just i wasn't that good there were a couple times i did well but I didn't have the velocity and I wasn't technically thin enough when I was like this age. That's like a big thing for figure skaters. They're like, you got to be a skinny little gal to be able to move and propel yourself. And if I can remind you guys of the Brenda Lee rocking around the Christmas tree, <laughs> um, where it all started program that I did. Here's what I will tell you. I wore a snowman <laughs> fleece zip up sweater and guess where I got it from? Coles? You guessed yes. it. Uh-huh. Got it from Coles. And I mean, it was so warm and cozy. So all of the regret and failure that I had during <laughs> this program, it was kind of like a thunder shirt for a dog. Did you have uh, jingle bells on you? <laughs> like on your wrists? No. I should have. That would have been real nice. You know what I think looks goofy about figure skating and also about that other stuff they do on mats? Is when they try to add real, oh, like, mess. weird dance moves. Oh, yeah? You, you with don't their like arms that? And they're like... Well, that's where you get that some... That freaks me out. Some of them are better than others. <laughs> there are some people that you watch on the ice when they do that, whether it's ice dancing, figure skating, or, like, the floor... You know, ice floor dancing. Ju- it's a real thing? Oh, yeah. 
They've got competitions for it and stuff. They Ooh. do a lot of lifts and stuff. They don't do as many spins and like jumps. So those are the people that are very good at it, at dancing on ice. But then you get the awkward duckling every now and then who tries to do her sexy like, don't do You know, and you're like, ew. <laughs> get off the stage. Get you off know, the people, stage of ice. People don't love it. Because, I mean, I'm, I'm trying to think of somebody who is really awkward. Type in Alexei Yagudin on there. <laughs> yeah, like he'll know how to spell that. A-L-E-X-E-I space. Why a? See, he's got his own page. That's him. Boy, pouty. Not 2017. We don't try. Yeah, there it is. Triumphal performance, 2002. Oh shit! Man, I mean, this was good. Anybody that follows figure skating, which is probably none of you. Oh, I love it. Somebody loves him. And we can, we uh we just want to let you guys know. I don't think that I'm not sure we can play the sound. Uh, Randy's got it muted, so I would assume it's uh unlicensed. But this was one of the one of the biggest performances. Now he's got gloves on. I'm oh yeah, say, he, a- you'll see him though. You'll see him move and shake, and you're gonna lose your fucking mind because he is good. I can't remember what song he did. Can we play it audibly for us or no? We can't. Randy doesn't want to take oh, chances. Oh, he look, kind of looks like he's doing okay. some mime moves. Oh, check it out. Okay, so super fun. We do not have English-speaking uh, announcers, which is okay. Oh, man, he really gets it in this one. Check, see the back up. crossover? He's getting ready to do a jump. What's he going to do? He's walking around. He's got some power. Oh! Oh, triple toe loop! Triple! Double. He did like a triple. He did like a hop jump. Hop. Already, Boy, I, I mean, would be out of the game. Well, I mean, this man, uh, he has just got some really sexual energy coming off of him. Oh, doing some cross. Please pause this. Please pause. Why the fuck is that going off right now? Did you hear that? Yeah, I don't know why. What was it? What is it? It's, it's our the light. fiber optic light. How is this not spooky to you? Because I'm still enamored with the figure skater. Oh, I'm sorry. I guess I should just <laughs> shut the fuck up when a music box just randomly starts playing. It's going to kill a- kill us. Oh, my God. Whatever. I'm going to calm down. Please press play. <laughs> Sound off or on? Sound on. Oh, he just did a really good jump. I mean, this guy. Is this going to be excited for listeners? Exciting for listeners? Probably not. But we're—that's why we're we're chatting about it as he's going. This minute, this thing is eight minutes long. You know, it's not eight minutes long, is it? Really? Yes. Oh my god. Why don't we uh, maybe go to the last two minutes? Yeah, let's let's head to the because there's always going to be the footwork, and that's the part that makes Libby uncomfortable. Libby doesn't like the footwork, the fancy footwork, and the arm work. You don't like it. So usually in the middle, that's where their footwork comes in. Because you need to either just be a dancer oh, or, or I a mean, figure wow, skater. Look at that. That's If that's not footwork, I don't know what is. Now got I've a seen, nice spin. I've seen people do some of these moves at the skating rink. Have you? Yeah. Oh, here it comes. Oh, here he comes. He's about, he's about to start his footwork. Oh, shit. Ba-dum, oh, ba-dum, shit. Ba-dum. Oh. oh, he's going across the ice. Oh, he's whoa. going across the ice. Oh, he's got yeah. some moves. He's got he's- some moves he's moving. Oh, here it is. What do you think about this? He's How doing can you the, not love it? How can you not love it? Look at his arms. They're moving. They're moving. He's going across the ice. And his feet are going tippity-top, tippity-top. Oh. oh whoop, backwards. 
Oh, don't worry. He's coming back for more. He's coming around. Hit you with the more footwork. I think he just had an orgasm prematurely. I am coming as we speak. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, he's just, he's good. What can I say? Look oh, at that. Oh, Jesus. Put his little ice skating blade to his nose. That's good. We can Uh-oh. go ahead and turn it off. But, I uh, feel, was that it? Because yeah. I feel like he was just getting started. Oh, well, he fell. Well, he, he fell, fell to his knees because he is, uh, I mean, he's, he just killed it. He, he knew that so many women's pussies were wet. He just kissed the ice. I mean, how could you not love that? I like that he kissed the ice and didn't give it up to Boris Christ. Because as we know, <laughs> this is a uh, Russian man. He's yawning, though, right now. Oh, well, he's not, he's not. His mouth is open. He's excited. Some people can mistake uh, somebody opening their mouth excitedly when something's <laughs> muted for a yawn. And uh, I, I mean, he may be tired right now. Oh, he, he is, is it just, is triumphant. And now I know why they called it that. Yeah. He's raising his hands in victory. I mean, he just lost his fucking mind. Good for him. And then moments later all the judges voted him twos. And then he's <laughs> like, What what the fuck, motherfuckers? Best well, performance of life. He said, I don't know how to tell you guys. Oh, look at him. They're doing a replay of his toe loop. Boom. He got it. Killed it. They show you every single jump. And this was the 2002 Salt Lake Olympics, everybody. He kissed the ice. Is he wearing a cross? That yeah. That was very, that kiss on the ice was very dramatic. It was very sensual. Because let's be honest, the ice has nothing to do with his performance. It was all him. Oh, yeah. So do you guys know about the, uh, every every time you finish figure skating, they throw stuffed animals onto the ice. Do you I know did not about know that. that. Yeah, so that's a, when you're at a competition, when you're at the Olympics, that's why they always will be holding, when they're in the box, uh, the Judgment Day box. (laughs) Oh, he's doing the sign of the cross. Oh, God. Well, we all know that he's uh, sending vibes to Boris Christ. The guy next to him says, don't don't let Mother Russia down. (laughs) He says, listen, if you shed one actual tear... On television, <laughs> we have to kill you. So just don't. Oh, oh, fuck. I mean, he's killing it. So, yeah, when you get done figure skating, and this is at a high level. I mean, this guy is the best. There's a lot of really, really great figure skaters that, you know, anybody that's going to be in the Olympics or World Championships, we're talking, I mean, at least 10 stuffed animals being thrown out onto the ice when they complete. So oh when you saw, God. I mean, and that's a minimum. And then roses get thrown onto the ice and they're these little sweepers. It's kind of like in tennis, how people come and clear the balls afterwards. Right. In this, there's little sweepers that are, you know, aspiring figure skaters and they come under the ice and they clear everything and they put it all, uh, what I would assume into a landfill. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think that this is where your love of claw machines came from. Because when you skated and people threw stuffed animals, it made you feel powerful. So here is uh, the thing where it gets a little tricky. I don't have a lot of family in the United (laughs) States. I have my mom, my dad, and my brother. Okay? We've got Igor, Svetlana, and Anton. I think that Anton, my brother, came to maybe two figure skating competitions uh, the whole time that I figure skated. I don't remember him being there, so that's not a good sign. Okay. And uh, I never really got a lot of stuffed animals mm. tossed at me. I, I would get, you know, maybe a, a couple. And there were some <sighs> girls that I figure skated with that, ooh, I mean, 
they get a lot a lot oh. of toys. I'm sorry, Tina. So, yeah, it's it's fine. I um, maybe that's why you love claw machines, though, because you are on the hunt for that moment where you're victorious. You I want, have my triumphant. Yeah, you want to fucking you wear my stuffed animal, so you're constantly going to that claw machine and getting that stuffed animal and trying to fill that hole that was left by your family by not throwing stuffed animals and and you just want to fill that hole. Mm-hmm. I want to please my inner child, and when I see a claw machine, I don't just see uh, the good feelings I'm going to get in that moment. I see a deep seated need for approval mm-hmm. that I didn't get from the Kansas City Figure Skating Association. Mm-hmm. What did I get from them? I mean, my mom got a big old fucking bill from mm-hmm. them each year. I did get one sweater. They gave me a nice – this was before North Face sweaters really uh, got the attention that they uh, questionably deserve. Mm-hmm. So it was, you know, a kind of North Face sweater, nice little fleece, zip up, zip mm-hmm. down. You know the sweater. Yeah. It uh it opens up completely so that you could uh show what you're working with. Mm-hmm. And uh which is important as a as a young maybe 10 11 year old figure skater. Mm-hmm. Figure. I just want to take the moment cuz I know that Igor and Svetlana are listening. I just want to say why did why didn't you guys give her stuffed animals Igor and Svetlana? You know, there are things I think they just didn't think about. Like what they could have done is gone to Dollar Tree and bought me 20 stuffed animals That's for $20. 20 bucks. Maybe 20.99 with tax. Maybe a little more. $24, yeah. you 22, know. 22.50 or something like that. Well, and I think what happened is uh my family has this constant thing and I know my parents that listen to the podcast right now are going to be like, "What the fuck is she about to say about us?" Well, I'll tell you. We have this thing where we're we're late to a lot of things. Oh. We're doing stuff last minute. So I think what happened is we'd get to the ice skating rink and my mother would be frazzled getting me ready for the competition, you know, mm-hmm. putting on the last touching touchings of makeup or glitter or whatever I needed to perform. And then she'd be like, motherfuck. Igor! Igor! And guess what? Igor ain't nowhere to be found because he's watching Safari Live. <laughs> Or something like that at the local library. We forgot the fucking stuffed animal. So then, you know what happens? It's like it's the same old story. So many places do this. They get caught in a bind and they've got to pay $10 per stuffed animal (laughs) at the ice skating rink. And you only get maybe one or two. You're or you only getting one 20. or two. Your parents can't afford that. And what they should have done is gone to the Dollar Tree, the Dollar Store, mm-hmm. and bought 20. And you know what? They could have all been shitty quality. You know, it's not like I played with each of these animals right. after every time. Oh, God. Because they were buying licensed stuffed animals. Like a Pooh Bear? When they should have been buying unlicensed stuffed animals, searching for unlicensed things. I- I'm not going to say, you know, that I'm... I feel sad at Igor and Svetlana for doing this. Mm-hmm. I, I don't. I don't. I feel sad for you that part of your childhood uh, was you ruined. To, you have to constantly seek validation from a machine that charges you one dollar every time. Mm-hmm. But the oh. thing is, is every time you play, you overcome that because you win every 
time. Mm -hmm. Every time you reclaim a little bit of your childhood, one time you're going to get something out of there, maybe a unicorn, maybe an emoji, like a a poop emoji, maybe, you know, an off brand uh, poo bear. Mm -hmm. And you're going to raise it up to your chest and you're going to say, this is the last one. This is the one that finally makes me complete. And you'll probably cry a little bit. I'll have a moment. They'll be like, ma'am, can you please stop crying this Walmart? <laughs> this is just the entrance. You haven't even bought anything yet. You're just over here standing at the claw machine. The greeter is going to have to come over to me and ask me, ma'am, can you please show us your receipt for what you bought? And I'm going to be like, when did Walmart start doing this? When did the greeter become a receipt checker? When did they do that? I watched a greeter the other day get very mad at a woman because he couldn't find something that was on a receipt. When mm. did those guys become that? I want to let you know, Walmart, right now, that if I'm in your premises and I'm just in that half entrance, you know, the part where you right. walk in, they've got machines. all the claw machines, the soda machine, they got the Coistar machine. If I'm over there and I am having a moment with the claw machine and you see me winning a bunch of stuff, you don't need to call security and say, hey, I think this gal's stealing something. I think she no. stole three stuffed animals. Mm-mm. Nope, I'm just Well, they won't. You know why? Because they only do that to people of color. Because St. Louis is racist. That's exactly what happened at the Walmart that I was at the other day. See? I'm I'm right. They don't stop white people. They only stop black people. Well, and they checked my receipt, but they didn't, like, they didn't. And the man that stopped this family... She lost her fucking mind because the guy was being such an asshole. Mm. And I I stood nearby just to kind of, you know, I was over by the avocados and I was just like, what's this fucking guy doing? And he was paging everybody and telling this woman to calm down. And like people were were recording it. Yes. Mm. It was a family that had so many fucking groceries like. And he's just sitting there talking mad shit to her. And I was just like, I'm sorry. I thought the greeter position at Walmart was supposed to be nice and welcoming and not this fucking, you know what the greeter position has turned into at Walgreens? The citizen's arrest guy. That's what he did. He said, ma'am, I'm going to need you to wait here while I page my security. And she's like, fuck you, motherfucker. Good. And I was like, amen. <laughs> fuck him. Fuck you and your stupid ass glasses. <sighs> Can't believe it. Well. If you're a Walmart greeter and you're going to look at receipts, you need to look at receipts of everyone. Okay. Mm-hmm. We're not going to racial profile because that's what happens. You want to argue with me about it? Come at me, bros. Yep. I don't have any research or video, but I've seen lots of instances where uh, people of color, people that are just trying to get out of the fucking Walmart because it's the worst place on earth. It's the worst place on earth, and they make so much money. So, yeah, but excuse me if I'm going to keep a fucking thing of soda at the bottom of my car and walk the fuck out with it every now and then. I don't give a fuck. I mean, you know, I almost, that's not your responsibility. That's a, the checkout person to look underneath your cart hole. You know, when uh, Rafe and I were in Florida earlier this uh, year, we were leaving this... Excuse me. You were leaving the what? We were leaving this grocery store and they had this thing called Bob. And uh, that was their way of communicating with each other and saying, hey, did you check what's on the bottom? They were like, hey, have you seen Bob? It was like this cult like statement. But we saw something like over by the employee thing or whatever. Like that was their way of saying like, hey, 
check the bottom of the cart. What does Bob stand for? I don't remember. Bottom, open, balcony. Bowel, open, butt. Bob, grocery store. That's going to come up with a lot of bad things. I can't remember what it was. But either way, that was their way of chatting about what's on the bottom of the cart. Well... Sometimes I get nervous when I when I'm talking about racial uh, inequity stuff because you know people a lot of white people will be like, "Well, there's no such thing as racism." Guess what? But there actually is, and uh, you should be more aware. Yep, I feel you because I guarantee you, I could have I drove around uh, how long with expired plates and uh, maybe only got four or five tickets, but. Guarantee if I would have been a person of color. What is it? Bottom of the basket? Bottom of the basket. Bottom of the basket. Why didn't we know that? It was so easy. It was so easy. We're dumb. Well, because it's a fucking cart. It's not a basket. (laughs) That's why. So they're fucking dumb. Randy, do you have a back scratcher? Uh, I'm sure I have something. He's got his penis. (laughs) (laughs) I've never had somebody scratch my back with their peen. No, it wouldn't scratch it. Yeah, it would just... Ew, why do guys thump their dinguses on people? Has anybody ever done that to you where they're like, yes. Don't, don't. I'm like, don't thump me with that. Yeah, it's a power move. But you just go like this. Oh, oh yeah, thump me, daddy. Uh-huh. That's exactly but what you do. But in the back Rand, of your mind, you like, just goes, ugh. In the back of your mind, like, away. why is he thumping it on me? Mm. Don't thump the head of your dingus no. on any it, part well, of my it, body. And it's like the way they do it. Like I've done that to people with like a piece of cheese on their face, you know, <laughs> or like <laughs> I've done it with like cheese or like salami, you know, and it's like it, no one ever likes it because it's like you're trying to it feels like you're trying to embarrass them. Like you're walking up like, <laughs> hey, chump. Even if it, even oh, my God, Randy. Thank you. He wow. got me a. A clear hanger that he uh, took from probably... uh, That clear hanger looks like it's been in a house that smokes inside. It's got like a nice kind of brown haze to it. Oh, God, it feels good. This looks like you got it at Grandpa Pigeons in the 80s. (laughs) That's a very old store. I was just about to say, uh, I don't want to embarrass anybody, but I don't know what Grandpa Pigeons is. It was like just a very old... Like Like a discount store. A step uh, below Walmart. Yeah, somewhere like piggly between wiggly. that and a five and dime. I remember when I was a little kid, they had guitars there and amps. Real, real at Grandpa's Pigeon? At Grandpa Grandpa Pigeon. Pigeons. Oh, Grandpa Pigeons. <laughs> Grandpa's Pigeons. Now, at the corner of, is it De Pere? There was a big one, like, right over in this area that we would go to all the time. Ooh. Man, this hanger really hit the spot. I like that we're just going to keep it up here. That's very nice. Yeah, I'm going to keep on scratching just in case. Let mama scratch. Come on, let, let mama. Come on, honey, let mama scratch. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. Let mama scratch. Come on, mom, mama, mama's itchy. Let mama <laughs> scratch. Come on, baby. Come on, give mama a scratch. Let her scratch. Get, just let her scratch. I'm just a little scratch, scratch. Let. Oh God, I am so fucking sore. They kicked my asshole at boot camp on Friday. What? What things Which did is you yesterday. Do? Okay, so I'm going to lay it down for you. Oh, I'm going to keep scratching. Let mama scratch. Mama, let mama scratch. Come on, baby, let mama <laughs> scratch. 
Don't interrupt. Just let mama scratch. Just let her scratch. You, you go out with your friends <laughs> and hang out, but mama's going to be here scratching, okay? <laughs> Gross. <laughs> Gross. Uh, Katie, what's your mama doing tonight? You think she could cook us some dinner? <laughs> uh, uh, I'm going to be scratching. Let mama scratch. Did your mom just say she's going to be scratching? <laughs> like, is she a DJ? What is she scratching records? They walk in and you just have your both of your hands vigorously in your pants. <laughs> scratching. Scratching away. Yeah, man, they fucked me up at boot camp on Friday. Which, by the way, we never, uh, I we never addressed that I concluded my first six week boot camp oh. with, with one miss. Uh huh. I did. Give it up for Teener. Yep. I did seventeen out of the eighteen workouts. I missed one because I got very drunk at Lizzo the night before. That's still an A plus, isn't it? I, it is, and I I was very very transparent with the class. I said I'm very sorry that I missed on Wednesday. But I went to Lizzo, the Lizzo concert on Tuesday night, and I got destroyed. And they were like, that's fun. Good for you. And they all smiled and high-fived. And It's a 94.4444444444%. That's an A. It's great. I'm proud of myself. And then I started a second cycle because why not? I'm feeling good. Keep it going. I like it. Makes me feel good. I show up. It's nice. I move my time from 5.30 a.m. to 6.30 a.m. though because – you know, I live a very lavish lifestyle. A lot of scratching going on. Uh, very late nights, right? Sometimes, and it's five a.m. is a little too too crazy for me. Well, that is incredible. Mm-hmm. Did we start at the same time? I think so. So I we, think we started right I, around going the same for time. Six weeks too. Yeah, because oh. I think I'm in my seventh or like starting week eight on Monday. Maybe yeah, starting week eight. Scratch, damn. Come on, baby. Just let mama scratch. Just let her get one good scratch in before you start messing with her. I uh, On Friday, we did so we did uh, five sets of 20 reps. So we did 100 reps total of each exercise. So we did mm. 20, and then you run a lap. Come back. 20, and then you run a lap. So we did kettlebell swings. We did chest presses. We did bent rows. And then we did, um, what was the other one? A squat to a press. And boy, they fucked me up. I am hurting. I am hurting today. The, the kettlebell swing, does it go between your legs? Yes. I'm always scared it's going to hit my cooter bone. And it I've won't. said that out loud. Mm-mm. Once you get the right form, you're golden. Like, it's, oh. all, it's all about thrusting through the hips. I see people, and here's the thing. I'm not a trainer, so I'm not going to walk up to somebody <laughs> and just espouse my opinion on them. Because if someone walked up to me while I was working out and said something like, you're not doing that right, I'd be like, you better get the fuck out of my face right now before I fuck your whole family. Oh. Yeah. That is a very extreme reaction. Well, wouldn't I mean... <laughs> Where's the trainer? Maybe Why I should dial train- it back a bit. That's well, a bit aggressive. Why uh, isn't the trainer walking around checking form? Well, people, they, they're do. I think they're doing the right form. It's just you know they're. It's a hard thing to master, like doing the kettlebell squ- mm-hmm. kettlebell whatever swing. I had trouble with it for like a long time, but I went to the one gym where they were like, 
they would come through. And once you do it for the first time, you're like, oh, that's what it is. It's through your hips. You know what I'm saying? Where I think people lift with their arms a lot when they're doing the kettlebell swing. And it's like, no, no, no. You use your hip. You hold the thing in the same spot and you use your hips to (laughs) thrust. Hump it. Uh Uh-huh. You're essentially humping the KB, the kettlebell. Hmm. So. Love it. It's hard. It's real hard. Kettlebell swing form. Randy's looking it up. Unlicensed kettlebell swing form. (laughs) It's tough, man. Ow. It'll get you good. The kettlebell swing gets you because it gets your your core. It gets your butt cheeks. Oh, yeah. Check them out. Look at his thrust. Oh, boy. He's like, he takes his butt cheeks and squeezes them. Yeah. I could not stop farting on Friday at boot camp, too. Really? Yeah, it sucks. Audibly? No, because, like, they have music playing really loudly. (laughs) And I always strategically place myself at the end so that if I am farting, I'm not in the middle of people. (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, look at that guy's form. That guy, this man is showing us how to do a kettlebell swing, and, boy, he looks good. See, you place it nicely in front of yourself and you grab it and you push it. Yeah. And oh. you shit out so a big turn. What he, he's got what looks like a foam roller right behind him. He's getting ready to do a kettlebell swing. So as he does the swing, he's going to grab that foam roller and he's going to shove it in his ass. Oh. Uh, and then he gave us a thumbs up. Oh, there, there he goes. He's getting ready to grab the kettlebell. Look at his leg muscles. Oh, they are they are vibrant. It's all fibrous. This guy is real. It's a men's health, so uh, this does not apply to Libby or I. But y- you take what you like and you leave the rest. He's like, grab somebody's tit. <laughs> take yeah, Whoa. put it right behind. Oh, thrust. Yeah, see how those butt cheeks clench? That's what I'm talking about. Oh my god, is he hard? He's pretending he's fucking abroad. I um. I watched this documentary yesterday called Game Changer, and it's all about being vegan. Is it a game changer? It was a game changer for me. (laughs) Arnold Schwarzenegger was in it. Hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. And we all know how much I love him. Well, I want to, I would really love to to go vegan because um, when I think about animals, I get very sad. I am honestly thinking about it, and I'm not trying to... It's. I'm not going to do anything crazy. I'm. I'm. I want to look into it a little more. Like watch a few more documentaries. Maybe read a book about it and stuff. But I like. There are so. The data in the, the data. The data. Mm-hmm. You say it whichever way you like. I kind of like switch both it up. Of them. I do too. In Is that this, the light? No. Oh. In the in this documentary, uh, highly recommend it. Game changer on Netflix. It was a uh, this guy this mma fighter ufc fighter i don't fucking know the difference both of them are very violent uh so (laughs) there's blood every time and this mma fighter ufc guy was injured i'm gonna give you guys a quick synopsis of it he was injured and uh tore ligaments in both of his knees or something and he was like a very I eat meat every day, steaks all day, protein kind of guy. And he had a lot of time to sit at home. So he started doing research on diet and like came across a lot of like plant-based diet studies. 
And I mean, the data was mind blowing. Like even just your like cholesterol levels and everything after like seven days of doing a plant based diet were mind blowing. Like holy shit! And then they had one of my favorite parts of the whole documentary was they they spoke to a lot of like elite athletes. Which I mean, if we're being honest, you and I are not elite athletes. But oh, oh, we're not. Um. Well. I uh, just hurt my friend's feelings, and uh, I f- I feel like an elite athlete every time I go to the gym. The soreness that I feel today <laughs> makes me feel like an elite athlete. So uh, you know what? I'm gonna change my stance. Yeah, we're fucking elite athletes. But they had they spoke to a lot of like football players, basketball players, baseball players, whatever, and like had doctors talking to them. So they had three men do uh, you know, they would eat meat one night and they would measure the amount and hardness of their erections throughout their sleep. And the way they were talking to these guys, he's showing like on a device, uh, a penis-like device. (laughs) He's like, okay, so the doctor's talking to these three guys and they are about to audibly start laughing throughout the whole thing. And I love that they showed that vulnerability that these grown adult men were like, (laughs) we're talking about our (laughs) peepees. So he's like, so there's going to be a uh, a clamp kind of at the base of your penis while you sleep and then up at the top right under the head. And we're going to measure uh, firmness of your erections and how long you have the erection and stuff throughout your sleep. So one night these guys ate meat right before they ate meat all day long. And they measured their erections and hardness. And uh, let me tell you, the results weren't great. Oh shit! So uh, that was that was they weren't <clears throat> super great. They weren't bad, but they weren't great. And then the next day, every single one of these guys put the device onto their penis. So you know the clamp <laughs> at the base of the penis, and uh, the clamp at the and this isn't like a hose clamp. It was like a nice silicone <laughs> base uh, kind of clamp that was stretchy. It was malleable. It wasn't you know it was it, it's not like you know. Metal. Tight, tight metal. No, it was very nice and loving to their penises. <laughs> so the next day, they all eat plant-based food all day long. And then they go to sleep, and the device measures their penis. So the doctor met with them a couple days later and was like, hey, let's go over your results. Hands each of them a folder. And is like, show us what you got. Every single one of them. The way that this doctor was talking to you, he goes, so this measures the uh, – hardness of your erection and all of these guys are like (laughs) 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 laughing hysterically but they're like they're hyped because they're like whoa the results even just for their penises being hard throughout sleep which if you've ever slept in bed with a penis (laughs) with the whole penis with the whole penis I mean, they'll they'll get hard throughout the night. That's just how it is. It's part of being a human. And this doctor tried to, like, normalize it and be like, it's just how it goes. You get hard while you sleep. So what? Big whoop. You <laughs> Big know? Whoop. And these guys were excited because the, the results were mind-blowing. Their erections. One guy held an erection for, like, 70 minutes, and the guy goes, whoa, that's an hour. <laughs> like, <laughs> he was so – they were so excited. And I love that at the, when they, the doctor's summing up the results of this study, just trying to show like having a plant-based diet is really, really good for humans. And that's what we're meant to do, allegedly. 
And he says, so I think no matter what, this study is good news for anybody that has a penis or that likes penises. <laughs> I was like, way to be included. Like, I just love the way that he said it. Listen, if you don't like a penis, uh, great. You don't have to worry about it. If you like penises, awesome. Why didn't they measure uh, how women's pussies throbbed while they were <laughs> Chelsea always says makes my pussy throb and it makes me laugh so hard they uh oh and this says vegan diet can't boost erections whatever get the fuck on something Randy googled some fucking propaganda (laughs) some fucking erection propaganda let me tell you. How you, many boners do guys get a day? Here's what I'd like to know. Things. If I'm eating a plant-based diet and then I fall asleep, why don't we just slip a little hot dog inside of me <laughs> while I sleep, measure that, and see how many times my pussy's throbbing. No, you'll wake up and the hot dog will have like marks on it like it was put on a grill. It'll have like... You squeeze the shit. The hot dog will be just... Your pussy will eat the hot dog. It's gone. Let's be real. If you, me, and... uh, You know, if you and me are sitting at a table with a doctor and we're going over the results (laughs) um, of, of the next day. So one day we're eating meat, okay? And one day we're eating a plant based diet. So I would say the meat day, and this is a constant of the experiment. We're taking. A, what do you think, a bratwurst or a slim hot dog? I don't want to put any pressure on anyone. Let's say like a beef frank. A beef frank. Okay, so pretty standard. We all know what a beef frank looks like. And we're not talking about baseball beef frank that's super long. We're talking about store-bought beef frank. It's about what? What do you say that is? Bun length. Six inches? Bun length. Not longer than bun, just bun length. And just kind of the standard print of a hot dog that you see and you're like, that looks like terrible quality. That's the kind of hot dog we are entering inside of ourselves. Right. So I would say that if we uh, eat a meat-based diet, the results are <laughs> going to be just totally measurable. Because what's going to happen is you ever put a hot dog in the microwave and uh, <laughs> you put it in a little too long? It kind of busts opens out. Up, yeah, yeah, it opens up. I think that's what the the hot dog is going to look like when it's inside of our pusinas and we're eating a meat-based diet. And it throbs a lot? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's going to bust open. It's going right. to look totally demolished. I bet if we eat a plant-based diet and the doctor pulls out the hot dog out of our pusinas the next day, I think it's going to have perfect grill marks on it. Mm. So what <laughs> camp What camp do you want to be in? Do you want to be in the grill marks camp or do you want to be in the exploded uh, hot mark. dog? I think also we could use maybe a cheddar brat because... Mm-hmm. If you overcook those, they're done. You won't taste any cheddar. You won't taste if your pussy throbs just the right amount mm-hmm. when you eat a plant diet. You'll have creamy cheese inside of your bratwurst. Exactly, and you want that cheese. You want to take a bite out of that bratwurst, and you want there to be the cheese there. Right. So the the thing that is a bit upsetting about the study is that uh, generally, if you're eating a plant based diet, you would not like to put any meat inside right. of yourself. So uh, yes, we are eating a plant based diet. <laughs> But we are putting a hot dog inside of ourselves. And this is only, we had to come up with this because they didn't do this experiment on women in this film. They only did it on dudes because Mm -hmm. the world is centered around a man's dick. Do you know what they had a woman in there for? They they had actually two women that were athletes. 
One of them was like a biker and one of them was a 400-meter runner. And they are both plant-based diet eaters. And the the biker was like 35 years old and everyone's like, she's too old for the Olympics. Well, guess what? Bitch went on a fucking plant-based diet and she fucked the world up. She was like the oldest woman in the Olympics to win the U.S. Olympics. It was wild. Oh, God damn. So plant-based diet did something for that gal. And then the other woman was a 400-meter runner. And uh, so those were the two women that were showcased as athletes. And that was great. I was glad to see it, some representation. And then the third woman that they showed was a wife of a Tennessee Titans football player. And uh, she did all of the vegan cooking. She what? She did all of the vegan cooking. Oh, my God. That that was literally her spot in there. But let me tell you, she looked really happy to be doing it, to be cooking for all of those men. And so she started, she's like, you know, I started cooking for Derek and everyone makes fun of him. And they're like, oh, God, look at his plant-based food. What a weenie, blah, blah, blah. What a we- People are so weird. Well, and that's that's what they talked about in this documentary is that, like, we have been – it was really interesting. They talk about how, like, the tobacco companies used to be very much like, you're a man if you smoke cigarettes. And they would advertise during sports games. But then that was banned, so cigarettes can't be advertised during any kind of sports broadcast. Now – it's moved over to the meat companies where they're like, you're a man if you're eating steak. Right. It's like that's why we've got Paris Hilton slamming a fucking burger on a car. And, you know, it's like things that make it appealing to men. It makes women's pussies throb. You know, you want to know what makes my pussy throb? Organization. I want all of my clothing color cord. That makes my pussy throb. You know what makes mine? Urinary tract infections. Boom. <laughs> and that's uncontrollable. Maybe a yeast you can't infection. <laughs> yeah, a yeast infection will really get me throbbing. <laughs> oh, God. It gets me throbbing when all the dishes are done. I'll throb throb out. Oh, where's Tina tonight? She's throbbed out. <laughs> Cut to me in my bedroom. Hot dog grilled perfectly to perfection. And it's I'm asleep. Steaming steam coming off. Yeah. Nice little steam. As you can see here, Tina's got eight perfect little grill marks on her hot dog, and Libby only has one big indention. Not sure what's going on with her puss. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but then, so there were all of the the physical things in a human's body that happens when you eat plant-based. Wait a minute, stop for a second. We didn't announce. We're at Popcorn Carner. Uh... This is Popcorn Carner, Popcorn Carner. Popcorn Carner for documentaries. <laughs> it's educational and fills your heart with cum. Wait, I'm sorry, what? Sorry. Um. So we also did not say, we are 50 minutes in and we did not say welcome to the podcast. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome to Slap City Podcast, everybody. We're going to be wrapping it up here in about 15 minutes. We have uh, really been on one today. But... On top of all of the things that being vegan does for your body, it also is – I feel like if you are somebody who is very – feels strongly about climate change and you're eating fucking meat Mm -hmm. because they showed that it's not just, oh, I recycle at home and I do all all of this wonderful things at home. To like cook one hamburger patty takes so much fucking water, which is just destroying – 
our eco like it's fucked up man oh, i think that God. if we are if i'm somebody who i am somebody that cares about climate change and i want to do what i can to help and i want to take my do my part and do the right thing you know uh i i should probably stop eating meat so i don't know i might do it how are you going to eat your partner Ra- rafe's dick well i mean i'm going to have to put a condom on it <laughs> What if every time I gave him a blowjob, I put a condom on? With spermicide on it. Oh, man, that would be so cute. That would be really special. I'm thinking about it. That's all I'm saying. Putting and- a condom on Rafe's day? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, being vegan. The next uh, the next time that you guys hear us, it'll be the live podcast if everything works out right and we get it recorded right. Yeah, is that Randy? Will we be able to like record it and then put it out? Or I'm hoping that it goes just like it does now. We just record it and great, put it out, and you do whatever you do with the video. And yeah, I don't know what we're gonna do for video. (laughs) Oh my god, that sounded like it's live. That one, yeah, did. Wait, I can't recreate it. It did sound like the very beginning of it. You know, when I was in Nashville, Rafe uh, taped his first TV set earlier this week. Yes. Yeah. The Grand Ole Opry is uh, going to have a uh, cable channel coming out in 2020, and they are doing a, uh, a stand-up comedy show on there. So that's great. And he uh, recorded his first TV set. Very exciting. He fucking killed it in did, Nashville earlier this week. Did you sit in the front so you could be on it? No. And go, ha, <laughs> ha. <laughs> I was like, ah. <laughs> "That's my partner. That's my boy." Right, right when he got on stage, I said, "I'm his girlfriend," and I flashed my tits. They were like, oh, "Okay, we're gonna have to re-record that <laughs> intro again." It was cool to see the live production happen. I'd never seen anything like that before. It was very exciting. But something exciting that uh, I got to see there was a uh, Slop City fan. Oh, yep. Katie got to see Katie up in the fucking house and we were walking Rafe and I were walking from the car where we parked to Zanies in Nashville and I told Katie hey we're getting ready to walk up to uh, Zanies why don't we meet at the shell and we're walking and I see this gal in a minivan roll down the window and scream <laughs> tuna dribbler is that you <laughs> She should have said, you're looking good today. No, she hit me with a tuner dribbler. And that was, I mean, that was the first time I'd ever been recognized on the street. So Did you laugh so hard? I did. It was fucking great. <laughs> and then uh, she did not end up following my instructions to park at the shell. She parked oh. at the subway across the street. So we were uh, yelling across the street to each other. I wanted so badly to just go ahead and uh, moon her. Like, pull down my pants all the way. I didn't. I pussed out Mm. because, you know, sometimes there's a lot of people around and you're like, do they want to see all of these colors they're about to see when I pull my pants down? Just a lot of shades of brown. Mm -hmm. A lot of shades of brown. But I got to uh, hang out with her, her uh, child and her husband, Ryan, for a moment. So that was uh, that was fun. And I got a special video shout out from them. That was very nice. Mm -hmm. So that was cool. Did they go to the show? They did. I can't remember what it was called. K- oh, no, no, no. They they Rave were taking show? their daughter to a concert. Oh. They came up to Nashville to take her to a concert. I think it was called Cave. Where Cave are they Men from? or something. Well, I they're moving to Mich... I can't remember where they're moving to. 
She spent a lot of time in Nashville, though, and they live nearby there, I think. Was Rafe the only person that was being filmed that night? No. There was lots of other people. Yeah, there was eight comics total that were filmed. And then anybody else that you know? Nope. I didn't know anyone else, but man, they were great. That was the first place I saw Chris D'Elia. At Zany's? Mm -hmm. What a good club, man. I love it so much. A long time ago. This guy, Mal Hall, I probably should not ruin his bit, uh, but I'm going to. I'll I'll just give you the premise. He uh, did this fucking bit. It made me laugh so hard. He was on the show, too. Uh, He went right after Rafe, and uh, his bit was about the time that he found out that he was poor. He's like, I found out that I was poor when I was at a friend's house, and I said, excuse me, where's your ketchup drawer? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. I fucking died. It was so good. I just, I, (laughs) (laughs) it was good. He was great. There were so many good comics that night. I mean, all of them were fucking great. And it was so cool to see like a live production like that. I'd never seen that. Like the producer came out at one point and was like, okay, we got to do that again. So then the host, this gal named Leanne Morgan, the Southern Belle, she's like, okay, y'all, we're going to have to do that again. So I'm going (laughs) to say the comic's name and then you guys are going to clap applaud like crazy and and then we're going to bring them up. Okay. We're going to do it again. So like they had to start it all over again. And I was like, Oh man, this is fucking TV. And like the production crew was in the fucking pit. And they had all these TVs on the audience and on the stage. It was fucking, it was cool. Did First you ever have a camera focused on you? No, God I was damn. up top. Tina got to get in that audience get no. that reaction ready like Mm-mm. i did when i was on dr phil and i didn't get showed though you did you did dr phil chelsea and i were in the audience for dr phil when uh 2014 or 15 oh my god and i'm telling you this was before chelsea was real famous so they didn't sit us in the front they don't put i don't know if you know this but they don't put bigger people in the front unless you're famous well she wasn't as famous then Put us way in the back, even though we were one of the first people there. <clears throat> they put more Why? attractive. Because they didn't want to see you in the audience? They want more attractive people sitting in the front. I'm just going to be very. That's how it is. Okay. Well, I'm going to be very blunt with you. There are a lot of uh, television shows that I have watched where they pan to the audience, you know, where it's a live studio audience. And I have never once been like, wow, what an attractive person they set up front. Well, Dr. Phil, I guess they want prettier people in front. Well, Dr. Phil put is together. not. He's not pretty. So I don't know what he's doing. More put, for fucking together pretty. people. But I'm telling you, I had my reactions on point. If they said something sad, I would go, oh, and I would shake my head, you know, and oh, no. Something surprising, I go, oh, my God. Oh, my. That is just oh amazing. Something happy, I would be like, oh, yeah. That is so great. Amen, sister. And we only got showed like two little just sweeping across the audience. So does that count as a uh, TV credit? I don't know. I'm going to check my IMDb. Maybe see if I can get Live that on there. Live studio audience member, Dr. <laughs> Phil, 2014. <laughs> and the picture is uh, going to be like just like half of your face. like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That was a good time. And it was uh, somebody from Honey Boo Boo show was on there, like a cousin or somebody. Was the Cash Me Outside girl on Dr. Phil? Yeah, but not when I was there. Well, I I know that. <laughs> Cash Me Outside, how about that? Oh, my God, I'm so sore. I'm trying to itch my back fat. 
You want my, you want my uh, back scratcher? No. Catch me outside. How about that? You know what's sad is that girl is probably so famous and making a lot of money right now. Well, you know, she wanted to catch people outside. Catch (laughs) people outside. Thank you. Oh, fuck my nose. I hit my nose on the mic again. What's my problem? Why can't I close my fucking mouth when I, or put my hand over my mouth when I sneeze? I think it's a power move because I feel like I didn't get what was mine when I was a figure skater as a child. And now I just, I act out like that. A figure? Catch me outside. How about that? I'm going to find this clip of us on there. Uh, Dr. Phil? Yes. Boy. I mean, if I was. Isn't this thrilling? You just keep talking though. You know what? I mean, isn't Dr. Phil, isn't he not even a doctor? But guess what? That's the thing. Sometimes you don't need to be a doctor to elicit change and bring happiness out of people. It's on my 100 vines. Oh, okay. So he's, I mean, he draws on his 25 years of experience in psychology, sociology, and observation. Well, let me tell you, if he's so good at observation, why isn't he doing stand-up? All right? You know, he could be up here killing it. Hey, what's the deal with this? What's the deal with uh, your prop? I mean, this is crazy. <laughs> I'm sorry, but this is one of my greatest finds ever. Man who claims his wife is dangerously dependent on Adderall says she's bouncing off the walls, Dr. Phil. Steve says his wife, Tamara, went from being a beauty queen, competing in the Miss America pageant, to having a successful career as a local news anchor in Los Angeles. What are you then, reading? Four years ago, he says Tamara started exhibiting, exhibiting, started exhibiting strange behaviors. Well, I guess this guy who's going on Doctor Phil. Oh, uh, so he says. Steve says he believes that Tamara is dangerously dependent on the prescription drug Adderall, which Tamara adamantly denies. She says she loves Adderall and everything it's doing for her life. I'm trying to give birth to my adventurous side, she says. Uh, Let me tell you something. I've been, uh, I've abused Adderall many times in my life and never once was I like, I'm trying to give birth to my adventurous side. Usually when somebody uses the phrase give birth, they're, they're talking, talking about, about a, child. a child. Right. They're not talking about a side of them. I've never I would never once say that about you know, when I got off drugs and I came back into the real world, I was never like, I'm giving birth <laughs> to my true self. To my exciting side. Because giving birth is painful and changing your lifestyle is painful enough. Okay, I don't need to be giving birth to anything. Why don't you just say you changed your fucking behavior, Tamara? You got on Adderall. You're having fun. You're cracked out. Is this the clip? Yeah, it goes by very fast. Okay, so uh, this is where Libby is. (laughs) It's filmed off a TV, too, so it's really hard to see. Wow. If you miss it, it's gone. So, um... I I missed it. Okay. I'll see if I can find an isolated one later. I tried. Wow. What a time to what be alive. What a time alive. to be alive. Huh? So. 
okay. Can Dr. Phil help Steve convince Tamara to accept treatment? Well, to accept treatment, <laughs> she's got to give birth to her uh, <laughs> uh, her helpless self, you know? She can't just be giving birth to an adventurous side. Maybe she should go to a claw machine and start filling up the holes inside of her instead of using Adderall. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Probably not going to happen because she's a beauty queen and beauty queens don't really, well, actually that's not true. I am a beauty queen hmm. and I play on the claw machine regularly. Not as much as I'd like to, but guess what? I'm not in beauty pageants as much as I'd like to. Dollars are expensive. As we all know, I would destroy in a uh, bikini contest. Yes. What, what I would wear is a two-piece bikini, and uh, I would put a nice black line on my stomach where each of my rolls meet uh, <laughs> to really show them what's up. Yeah. And I would, uh, I would win because they would be like, oh, she's so brave. Look at her. Look at that gal up there. Look at that sad, pathetic woman. <laughs> she is standing on stage and says that her talent is a claw machine. <laughs> How cute is that? And then I fucking kill. And they're all like, guess what? We were wrong. Right, we had her pegged wrong. I have them crane in a claw <laughs> machine and drop it. How about I'm they navigating cr- the joystick to drop the claw machine on the stage? They crane in a claw machine. I'm inside the claw machine. You're on the outside. You pick me up with the tiny mini crane, put me in a hole, and drop me out. And then mm-hmm. I come out. And we do like a figure skating and you move together. You fall out a slide <laughs> right into the audience. Oh! Mm. And I'm like, somebody, somebody, can you help me up here? I'm not used to being on the ground. And then a judge is like, I'm a judge. I don't get up out of my seat. I sit here, I drink my water, and I hold up signs. And I'd like to give that exit out of this slide a 10. And the crowd goes apeshit. The crowd slowly because at first they're like, is this real? Mm-hmm. Yeah! Mm-hmm. Woo! Mm-hmm. Very much like my Dr. Phil uh, reaction. Yeah, Libby's uh, Libby's talent in a beauty pageant would be her incredible reactions. <laughs> so you just say something and I will immediately react appropriately and off the top so it looks good on TV. And that's why Libby is uh, such a fake person because oh, every... <laughs> or a great actress is what you meant to say. I'm sorry. Hey, you know what? We, uh, we got to go here in a minute. Did but... somebody fart? No. I don't think so. Randy. Whoa! I uh, I gotta go so bad. Well, you're about to be done. Uh, before we head out, I'd like to uh, welcome you guys. Uh, welcome Libby, Wait. Libby Carla Higgins. Uh, she starred in Ouija's, and that is now out for uh, your viewing purposes on uh, Amazon. Correct? Yes, it's on Amazon through uh, Full Moon Productions. Listen, I have one more thing to bring up before we go. Okay, you know Natalie. Natalie Eats Plants, I think is her name. Yep. Messaged her yesterday about being vegan. She brought up something that we said. We called people citizens, I think. And I think we should seriously consider calling, instead of customers, citizens. I think we should put this up for a vote on the Facebook and Instagram. Okay. Can I tell you something that I have not told you? My partner, Rafe, at home. When I told him that we had accidentally called our uh, fans customers, yes, he said, are you fucking kidding me? Why aren't you calling them slop citizens? Uh. 
So they're I think they're on to something is what I'm I'm saying. I think that Natalie eats plants and that my partner Rafe are on to something because he said that and I was like, God damn it, that's good. That's good. That's we're changing it right now then. Uh, yeah. We're I not think, putting I it up we, for debate. And I that think, just happened organically. Yep. I think we gotta change it. I said, damn, that's brilliant. And she's like, Well, you guys said it. I guess we said it. I don't remember. Guess what? Slop citizens. Slop Thank you so much citizens. for listening. It sounds so much. It sounds it sounds way more crisp. It rolls off. the What are you doing? More. You getting ready to video me? Me? Yeah, you were no. holding up your video like you were holding up a video to take a video. Of me. I was trying to turn it because I was trying to see Natalie's message. Yeah, I mean, uh, I think Randy. What do you think? You like slop citizens? Love slop citizens. She said. Uh, also, you guys should definitely call Slop City fans Slop Citizens. And I said, Citizens, oh my God, in all caps. That's what you guys said on the podcast in the last episode. And I was like, oh my God, why don't you call Why don't you call us that? And I think it's so cute that she is like, call us that, because she knows she's in that group of citizens. She is a Slop Citizen. And guess what? Natalie Eats Plants might be the reason uh, that we both go vegan. So, Well, Natalie I wouldn't plants- go that far. Okay. Not me. I'm not ready for that. I'm making too many changes yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I mean, do eventually, though, really want to go towards uh, less animal products. Boom. Because it's cruel. It's very cruel. And uh, Slop Citizens, we thank you so much. The cool <laughs> thing is that the customers deal will only be for true fans. They'll know. They'll know about the customers. So, you know, if you are an OG Slop Citizen, then you can... Call yourself a customer. We are fine with that. I I am totally fine with that. Also, if you want to be very particular about your podcast pronouns and you just want to be called customer, we'll respect that. Because we're all about respecting uh, what podcast pronouns you want to be called. Uh, I love that you used a double P on that. That's really nice. I love it when Ugh. podcast pronoun Libby's scratching right now. Mama, and let I mama really, itch. I re- let mama scratch, baby. <laughs> let mama just itch it. So, uh, yeah, if you uh, prefer your podcast pronoun to be customer, fine. No big whoop. Is that really a pronoun? No, but that's what we're going to say. Uh-huh. And uh, Slop Citizens, thank you so much. Good night. I we will. Uh, we'll see you next on... Uh, the live recording at yeah. Fly, Flyover Comedy Festival. With Jenny Grinelli. Jenny Grazingo. Jenny Zagrino, everybody. Again, she's been on Conan, Comedy Central. She is, I mean, she's good. You're going to love her. We are going to have so much fun talking to Jenny Grazingo. Grizgad. Grizzly Jenny Driver. Bear. Jenny. Jenny Driver. Jezebel. Not related to Adam Driver. Jenny Gaffigan. Yep. Jenny Zagrino. We are doing her a big disrespect by constantly mispronouncing <laughs> her name. So uh, Jenny Zagrino. I love will you, be, Jenny. She'll be our guest. It's going to be fucking awesome. And uh, we're going to put that up, hopefully, just like we normally put up the podcast on, you know, on, on all the all the platforms. And then uh, hopefully we'll have a live, live video recording of it. So um, let's get ready to rumble, Slop Citizens. I'm ready. I need to urinate. Bye. uh, I love you. We love you. Thanks, Slop Citizens. And cut.